Hello, my amazing podcast family. Welcome to Building Careers Networking Q&A. This week, I'll be interviewing special guest rapper, singer, and engineer, Junkie Day. Hey, how you doing? If you guys enjoy what you got, what you guys hear, and also have any feedback or comments, make sure to download Anchor app today and send me voice messages. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you want to be featured on my show, make sure to follow me a moment with Ta on Instagram. Okay, so Junkie Dave. I'm pretty sure a lot of people, you know, would love to know this um, question as well. What what had you vision that name? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, every time somebody sees me and they, they see the name Junkie Dave, they always ask, like, why would you call yourself that? And um, it's a dope conversation starter for, for one. And um, before I was uh, Junkie Dave, I was in a group called the Well-Dressed Junkie. And um, we made music and they were uh, well-dressed, you know, the latest fashion and all that. And if you see my Instagram, you know, I don't take a bunch of pictures of no latest fashion. That's not me. <laughs> so I had to try to, I had to try to find a way to uh, make myself uh, be able to fit in with them without changing who I was. I noticed that I was a junkie for a lot of things. I was a a knowledge junkie, I was a music junkie, a coffee junkie, um, comic book junkie. Like, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take this word that um, a lot of people look at negatively and flip it. Um, it's actually pretty deep because uh, previous to this, to answer the second part of the question, I wasn't always Junkie Dave. Uh, I used to go by David Jr. 5020. And the 5020 is a reference to a Bible verse in Genesis 5020. And it's talking about um, the devil meaning um, evil against you to harm you and to kill you. But God taking that same thing that was sent to destroy you and flipping it for good to save uh, countless lives. You know what I mean? Oh, that's deep. Amazing. Thank you so much for explaining your name. And I love it. Definitely keep that, um, you know, always keep it. And it's always good to have someone, you know, curious, you know, that's, that's, that's the yeah. best way of, of, of causing attraction. Beautiful. Thank you so much for, um, you know, explaining your name. Okay. So let's get to the next question. What first got you into music? Ooh, that's good. Well, that's, that's a multiple part question, I guess. Because uh, it was like levels to it. Um, first off, uh, I've always had this uh, connection to music bars on on an emotional and spiritual level. Like the energy of music, I've always been affected by it. Um, as far as actually getting into the music, writing. Um, in fifth grade, I was in English class and the teacher had mentioned something about uh, some writer's law when you're writing poetry where you can take a word that doesn't normally rhyme with another word and if you say it a certain way with a certain accent or twist you could make it rhyme and I was like wow you could do that they're like yep it's like oh I love that because I like bending the rules I don't like to break the rules but like bending them you know what I mean right so that stuck out to me big because I was always into reading and I started writing poetry just for a little bit. And then um, 16, when I turned 16, I met this guy 
at a boxing gym and he rapped and we just started rapping together and we were we were pretty good he was better than me at the time and uh one day he comes over and he's like you know what i'm about to quit rapping i'm like why it's like i met this guy um yesterday and he wants to start a singing group i'm like that's cool he said so i told him i'll join all right he said but i told him i won't join unless you join I, I believe it was all meant to be, even though that sounds cliche. But right, like, right. So, do, so do, right. So, do you feel like since it was something you enjoy doing, that's what led you to becoming so great at it? Uh, yeah, because it, I'm very passionate about it. Beautiful. I'm gonna get to this message here uh, before I get to the next interview question. Let's see what the wonderful listeners here have to tell us. Hey, Junkie Dave. Really appreciate uh, your music. Mad love to you and uh, to Tay as well. Hope, thank you so much for uh, highlighting this artist. And uh, that's awesome. Good stuff. Thank you, guys. Much love. Definitely. Hey. Appreciate you. All right. Let's get to my next question. Now, so after listening to, you know, your experience in music, um, I know you mentioned that when you listen to music, you like like how it makes a person feel, right? That's what drew you into it. Um, but that being said, who inspired you to make music? Well, some of my influences back then, Big Pond, Big L, um, Eminem, um, and then a little after that, Joe Budden. Joe Budden was amazing. And then for the R&B, before I started singing, I was about maybe 10 years old and I went to visit my aunt and she had Drew Hill's uh, second album and I found it and I put it on and there was this song on there and it's called You Are Everything and it was amazing the emotion behind it like I wasn't going through none of that stuff because I was only like 10 years old but I could feel the energy the pain the love the it was just amazing so they became my favorite group and I would just listen to that song on repeat and when I first started singing all I would do was yell like Cisco I would yell everything I would yell everything so that is beautiful like during that time when our music was out it was so intimately dope all right so that being said how would you describe the music that you typically create um, I'm gonna I'm I'm go ahead and steal this line from, uh, I guess it's not a line, but I'm gonna steal this from Joe Budden. He had these mixtapes and the series was called Mood Music. So I'm gonna go with that. I love what you said about moods because someone asked me, because I told him how I'm a huge Ashanti fan. And yeah. they was asking me like, what's your favorite song? And then I froze. Cause I'm like, honestly, they're all my, like they're all perfect because it's different moods. Like, you know, it's different yeah. storylines, you know? So it all depends on the mood with me. And that's how I am because I'm, I love all music, you know, all music. Like there's times when I don't need to listen to a little jazz. There's times when I want to listen to a little country, you know? So I'm glad that you mentioned mood um, because you know, most people really just focus on one genre. You know, they have just yeah. one particular, whether it be uh, trap music or or whatever it is but they only focus on one i love the fact that you have the mood levels because that's really how we live like we we're we're not always going to be in one type of energy you know so right. if you could yeah so if you get energy that fits every mood that's that's super dope 
um, for you guys coming in to listen in, make sure you tap on that screen. This is so inspirational. If you guys are inspired and in love with your hearing tonight, um, definitely tap on the screen. And plus, give Junkie Dave some love, you know. And this is why I love interviews. Every interview is authentic. You know, every interview is very inspirational and it's different. This is why interviews would matter because what we feel isn't something that's so cool or inspiring or is totally inspiring to someone else. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you never know that the, the rough draft of your music that you thought was trash was probably like super dope to somebody. And you probably changed someone's life. They're probably like superstars today just off of listening to that that little rough draft. You know what I'm saying? Let's lead to the next question. What is your creative process like? Okay, uh, when I'm writing a song, the first thing I do is look for a beat. Um, I just cycle through beats, depending if I'm feeling um, a certain way uh, ahead of time, then I'll just uh, try to look out for whatever vibe I'm feeling. But if I just feel like writing, I'll just go through beats until something catches me. And when it catches me, it's almost like, um, I believe everything is connected. And I believe we have like our bodies uh, vibrate at certain frequencies and all that. So um, when a certain beat will come on, um, maybe it's vibrating at a certain frequency and I'm tuned into that frequency and I can feel it. And I'll just choose that one. Like, yeah, like I connect it. Like, so uh, depending depending on how uh, the music makes me feel, I'll take that feeling and apply it to my life. I love it. You know, tips like that, you know, definitely makes sense. Especially, um, definitely mentioned how you said earlier, how music already makes us feel a certain way. So that's exciting. So that, that shows me that you really put your heart in the music, you know? Yeah. That's what's up. They're, they're, the beat makers are artists too, you know what I mean? They have emotions and it. I think it's kind of harder for them because they, I have a canvas that already has something on it and I'm just adding to it. They're starting with a blank canvas and creating something out of nothing, you know what I mean? So I think that's that's awesome for uh, the beat makers, man. That's, that's yes. Definitely. Shout out to the producers. But thank you so much for um, explaining your, you know, your creative process. No doubt. And any producers that want to collab, let me know. Junkie Dave is here for it. If you rap and you want to collab, let me know. Junkie Dave's here for it. If you sing, let me know. You know what I'm saying? All right. So who would you most like to collaborate with? Ooh, right now? Um, dang, we're gonna have to do these multiples again. <laughs> All right. On the hip hop side, there's this, he's not new. He's been out for uh, some years, but he's not like known. He's got platinum songs, but he's still not like really known in the hip hop uh, community. But his name is NF and he's amazing. His song uh, concepts, the structure, the movement, it's just amazing. The production, he's like probably one of my favorite artists right now so, on the hip hop side. Um, as far as music right now, I wouldn't mind working with uh, Bryson Tiller uh, or Black or uh, Rust. I like them guys. 
a, a dream a dream of course is Drew Hill because that's my favorite group so if I got to work with them I'll probably quit that's my last show right there <laughs> beautiful <laughs> I'm, de- I'm, I'm definitely going to make sure to tag these these amazing people's names in this in this podcast so that they could hear what you said and get connected yeah, be dope. never know sky's the limit that's the right. that's my favorite part about this show is is the cross promotion because you never yeah. know if you could open up a show for any artist who would it be i'll definitely drew hill I, i'd take a group or no right now jasmine sullivan that would be dope that would be fire t- to sing yeah that would be my last show as well so nice okay so what is one message you would give to your fans Never stop believing in yourself. Never stop believing in yourself. And life is hard, so find something that you're passionate to focus on. And that'll make decisions a little bit easier to make. But life is gonna be life no matter what you do. So just enjoy the good parts and make it through the bad times. I love it, I love it. Beautiful, so okay. What would you be doing right now if it wasn't for your music career? Ooh, that one's tough. Um, if it wasn't for my music career, what would I be doing? Probably preaching somewhere, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Be a and, youth and pastor what, somewhere. Nice, and, and, and why, you cho- why do you choose uh, preaching? So I, li- I like to help people. And I like to teach, but I couldn't be like a teacher to kids who don't want to learn. Like I'll probably lose my job. But if they want to learn, I'll probably be the best teacher. So I wouldn't really pick that. I would pick preacher because normally people that want to learn go to church. Like they go to church because they want to know more. So I would pick that. Right. That's awesome. Beautiful. Very. I love how you have a giving spirit. Um, that's so dope. Appreciate Beautiful. it. All right. Where have you performed? What are your favorite? What are your favorite and least favorite venues? All right. Um. The first question: Where have I performed? Um. Well, I performed in a couple of different cities in Maryland. Um, I performed in New York City a couple of times. Uh, we did this one theater in. Um, in New York City. I forget what it was called, but it was, it was somewhere in Manhattan. It was pretty nice theater. And um, we did the Apollo uh, once, and that was pretty crazy. We, we were the only, uh, we were the only contestants that got mobbed afterwards. Like we couldn't even leave for like an hour, 45 minutes, almost two hours. We were just taking pictures and hugging and signing stuff. And like, oh my we'll gosh. take two steps. Yeah, we take like two or three steps and then have to stop. So it took us so long to get out of there, but guys, yeah, we didn't win, but the, it was all good. Back, guys. I'm sorry. I had to cut you off. Guys, tap the screen. <laughs> this man performed at the Apollo and had super fans. It was like, it took him forever to leave because people wanted autographs and hugs. Y'all got to give him likes for that. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? That is, people are like breaking legs to have experiences like that at the Apollo. Oh, yeah, this yeah, little girl ran on stage. Uh, it was this little girl. She ran on stage and passed out my best friend a business card. And um, afterwards, we looked at it, and she was like, um, 
she had something to do with a, a public access channel over there. But we didn't. We had to leave, uh, come back to Maryland, so we didn't really do what we were supposed to do. But it was but a learning you know experience. That is awesome. And that's kind of like a celebrity mode because you know how celebs really have to go. They got to be on. Oh, we got to take our flight. Like you kind of, yeah. oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. what I said. We, we were like local celebrities for like a year. Like we, my ego started getting big. I'm not even gonna lie. Like when it was showtime, if you see me the day before a show, you'd be like, oh, that's Dave. If you see me the day of the show, you're like, who is that? That is what's up. What a what a great way to in uh, the the interview questions with such an amazing wow the Apollo <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. Now the venues that you mentioned, which was your favorite and which one was your least favorite venue? Oh man, I I don't know, man. That's tough because some of them were like both. Um, I don't like the clubs too much. Uh, number one, it's not my scene. Like, uh, if I'm not performing, you're really not going to catch me in a club. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, nice. My favorite probably was Apollo. Um, that was the biggest venue we had done at the moment. It was packed. There were so many people in there. Um, the stage was huge. That is super dope. Uh, so that being said, now, um, I definitely would love to have you uh, book uh, virtual shows, you know, for people to, to you know, to purchase t- tickets for, to just see you live perform um, on on Icon, which is an amazing app that I'm, I'm on, and um, I could definitely affiliate other people on there as well, and I would definitely, of course, add you on to that, because your music is, I love your music, um, so to do virtual uh, shows, you know, for all your fans to check out would be great. Well, I've never uh, done a virtual show. Um, I don't really know much about it, like how I would go about that, but I'm definitely interested. Awesome. So, um, yeah, definitely interested in that. What is what is at least one, and the reason why I say at least, because you could give more than one, at least one uh, takeaway that was given to you that you would love to give to, to uh, the listeners tonight on how to keep their dreams alive in music and in all all aspects of vision like whatever dream they have oh that's awesome all right so i'm gonna just break this down uh we're gonna see where it goes but um the main thing to understand there's a couple different things to understand is that if it's your dream that's whose dream it is it's your dream you know what i mean it's your vision it's your plan um now somebody else they could have the best intentions for you but they have their best intentions for you and what they think is a good for you what they think you should do and it doesn't make them bad because they care and they're trying to tell you something good but not everything is for everyone you have to know what your goal is what your dream is and once you know that you put everything into that and you don't let anything stray uh stray you from that love it love it i hope that inspired someone today so junkie dave how do you feel about my buildings career networking q a interviews how was your experience with me what would be something you will tell future feature guests who would be interested in coming on to my show 
Word, and for any future guests, um, I'm gonna let you know right now, it's a little nerve wracking in the before it starts. But as soon as the call happens, you know, Todd's pretty good at her job, so she kind of eases you into it. And by the time you realize it, um, you're in it at least an hour, so you're good. Aw, yes, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I'm definitely a person that you will definitely feel very comfortable around and this show means so much to me because you guys make my brand expand and that's what it's about we're here to connect and build and make sure we all grow together and inspire others to become the greatest version of who they're all destined to be junkie dave has been a pleasure this has been another testimonial monday I love you all. Junkie Dave, it's been a pleasure. Hey, catch y'all around. And remember, God before anything. You heard me? Mm-hmm.